0: Today on the show, I'm speaking with Mr. 2020, who actually survived a a fatal bashing um, at one of the biggest prison riots here in the U.S. back in 1989, and shares his insights on how he healed himself from that, and how these insights can help you as well. So stay tuned. (laughs) Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. And today my special guest is Mr. 2020 coming to us all the way from Melbourne. How are you this morning?
1: I'm excellent. How are you today, Natalie?
0: I am absolutely fantastic. For a Monday. (laughs) Um, It's
1: it's Tuesday here, so I can tell you the next 24 hours are going to be dynamite for you. Ah,
0: fantastic. (laughs) I knew it was going to be. Um, Yeah, so listen, uh, the reason that we have uh, Mr. 2020 here is because he has... An exceptionally inspiring story Um, so why don't we start with that first and we're going to go through some of our some of the information that you want to share with us about really stepping into our you know our own power and becoming the person that we really want to be so why don't we start with your story first
1: excellent but back when I was 23 years old uh, I I was pretty much a typical pretty much young guy newly married I uh, got a job about four months earlier as a corrections officer in Campbell Pennsylvania and I did what everybody does that day. I kissed my wife, I went to work, and about four hours later, I was literally beat to death in one of the three worst prison riots in U.S. history, from what I'm told. And after that, I was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. Well, well, they revived me during the riot. I was not a happy camper to come back. The prison stunk. Mm. And, you know, you know, basically, I was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. And through a series of really interesting events, uh, I decided... Uh, literally, to take my um, take my imagination, to take my mind back and reinvent myself, because uh, I, I believe we're all here for a purpose. We all have a vision to live, and uh, there are no accidents. So everything that happens happens for a reason, and uh, that's where we begin.
0: Right. So it's very interesting. So let's go back to you know the the riots. Now, what year was this when this happened?
1: Uh, that was 1989.
0: See, I thought the post-traumatic stress syndrome was something that they've just coined recently. So was, I, it, was, was that actually a term that they used back then?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, there was a full-fledged medical diagnosis. I think they've changed it to post-traumatic stress syndrome or something at this point. Or they may be two different ones, I'm not sure. But uh, it was definitely alive and well with uh, like the Gulf War veterans as well as people like myself back then.
0: Mm-hmm. So can you describe for us what that's like to To be able to to have that condition, um, and you know what your thought processes are when you're going through that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it was interesting. That the way I describe it today is post traumatic stress disorder is literally your imagination is out of control. Right. And, and and that doesn't demean it at all. I mean, I had the full kitten caboodle. I had flashbacks, night sweats. You know. I, couldn't stand anyone that uh, reminded me of an inmate if they looked a certain way or dressed a certain way, or if I heard a chainsaw, smoke, almost anything could trigger it at any time. Uh, so post-traumatic stress disorder literally is the imagination out of control. And you know two of the ways that I found to get back from that is to literally, uh, I started using the phrase "You have to lose your mind to come back to your senses." Yeah, so you can rediscover the world around you, yeah. and also uh, through you know, the work of Neville Goddard, pruning the vine—you're taking control of your imagination because uh, it really is—it's something that we can control and use to really invent our lives.
0: Right. And so, what kind of help were you getting? Was do you did you seek this out yourself, or did someone really help you in that direction?
1: You know, it's really cool. i, I got the typical uh, psychological help. You know, once a week, once a month, counseling kind of thing, and. Uh, true post-traumatic stress disorder. I didn't trust my counselors because they were being paid by the people I worked for who I didn't trust. Mm. So I, I didn't trust the inmates. I didn't trust the prison system. I didn't trust my counselors. So there was a lot of trust issues there. But during all that, yeah, I, since I was 12 years old, I've always been a fan of uh, self-help books, stuff like uh, Wayne Dyer and Napoleon Hill. And it was through a really weird series of events. My ex-wife got into Amway And a book of Neville Goddard showed up through that, and I looked at it, read it, sort of discarded it a little bit, but it planted the seed of, you know, what imagination does create reality. What you feel is going to show up in your life, and that's when it took a little while, but the seed grew so that I really started to understand what I have is a. uh, Most people would say it's a mental disease or something like that, quote unquote. Yeah, I I think it's an imaginal disorder, Mm. and and really, our our job is to again wrestle with that angel, take back control of the imagination so that we can really live the life where to live. Yeah.
0: I mean, and we talk about, I mean, I think we all have, you know, gray moments or, you know, times where we're feeling down and our, our mind sort of goes down a dark path. Um, but yeah. what but what you teach is really being able to control, you know, your mind in those moments um, so that you are imagining in a more empowering way. Is that right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's all about, yeah, yeah I, I've studied scripture from like all around the world, not just Judeo-Christian, but also Hindu and what the, we could call Native American scripture, the sacred stories. Mm-hmm. And it seems like there's a common theme. And the common theme is this. We've got free will to either be focused on control and being controlled, or we can create. And, mm-hmm. and every ancient tradition says that we were made in the image of God or were one with God. And the essence, the, what, what's the first thing that divinity did? It created, it didn't control anything, mm-hmm. you know, it, you know, divinity decided to create. And so uh, it, at any moment in time, you know, we've got the capacity to go, oh, is somebody trying to control me? Oh my God, I'm getting out of control. Or we can go, what do I want to create with this moment, with you, with our conversation? And that's where we can really be the blessing in the world.
0: Yeah, that's interesting because, you know, we like to be in control. Um, but we're never really in control. <laughs> never. And when we're focusing on control, what we're doing is really constricting ourselves and 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 um, diminishing the the actual control that we have. So what you're talking about is being proactive and actually being able to create the future that we want and the reality that we want.
1: You betcha. Right. You betcha. And, and and it's such a simple thing, you know. From you know, just deciding how am I going to react in this moment. Who am I being in this moment? Mm. You know what. What really is possible? Because you know, if we try to control something, I mean, you literally, it's like grabbing something with your hand. You can only get a little bit. But if you're creating, it's like the brushstrokes of an artist. Yes. And, and it just keeps, anything you create keeps growing. Yeah. And so that, that opens up the heart and just, uh, you know, lets the soul flow.
0: Yeah. No, we're definitely on the same page there. So, so how do we do that? Like, how does someone actually, you know, what are the specific steps they can take to be able to, you know, to control their imagination?
1: Yeah, it was, it, you know, uh, a couple of different ways we could approach this. The number one thing uh, before any technique it, it is this. You, you, we have this gift called free will, and free will is not, I'm going to have a peanut butter sandwich or a bologna sandwich. That has nothing to do with <laughs> free will. That's just miscellaneous irreverent choice. But what free will really is, is at any moment we can remember, what is our true nature? Am I this body, this earth suit, or or am I the thing that animates it? Mm-hmm. And if I realize that I'm the thing that animates it, that that's when, you know, literally, you can, you know, it's not even stepping back from a situation, but it's just putting it on perspective where you get to go, what meaning am I applying to this? Or what do I choose to develop or create in my life now? and uh, of course we've got exercises we can talk about as well but th- that that's the big thing just realize when am i am i this body am i this circumstance or am i that perceptive creative force behind it all yeah, okay. yeah. so
0: if we i mean if we understand that and i think most people that are part of our community do understand that um or well, you know can grasp the concept that, that everything is god and we are a hum- we you know we're a spiritual being having a human experience on this planet yes. But how does that specific information help us when we're looking at a whole pile of bills and thinking, why can't I get myself out of debt?
1: Yeah, you you know, we get tricked so quickly because we we look at the pile of bills and we go, okay, the pile of bills is this high. If I have a stack of money this high, there's a solution. And and nothing in physical reality is the solution. What the solution is, is imagining your life differently. And and it can be something as simple as... uh, uh, you know, here's one of my favorite techniques of Neville's that, that I use to get out of a funk. And this is just really, really good. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Neville has three areas that he teaches. He basically teaches how to rewrite the past, how to work with the present, or create the future. And And, and the key to all three is this really simple, tiny little phrase called, I remember when. So if, so, if you've got that stack of bills and you're feeling funky about it, and that's the thing, you mm-hmm. know, there's the external bills, and I'm feeling funky about it. You stop and you, you 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 start with this whole thing of you know what? I remember when I felt funky about those bills. I remember when I had those bills. I I remember when, and and that tiny little phrase you know, does what we do naturally, because most people are naturally sort of living out in the future, thinking about consequence and what's going to happen, but they're doing it in a bad way. Right. But if, but if we do it with this really simple, I remember when I had those bills. I remember when I felt funky about it. That creates the space that allows that inspirational moment to come in, because it's that inspirational moment that'll move you around the world. It's that inspirational moment that'll take your business to the, to the next level it's the inspirational moment that'll have you make a left instead of a right and I've got a friend that finds diamond rings all the time right. and and what he does he just listens to himself he just you know walks along and just if he's upset he does the I remember when and he just listens to his body and he rounds the corner he's always picking up diamond rings and giving them to his friends right and it really comes from that tiny little space that we create with that phrase and again that opens us up to the other techniques the past and the future but I remember when is such a powerful phrase because it gets you straight out of the funk and it opens up that funk for that inspiration to just come right down into you
0: exactly you know it's um, it's like when I would t- teach about you know setting yourself a goal or a direction that you want to take your life you can't That's set that direction when you're sitting inside the emotion and the feelings yes. of, of debt you know because yes. then you're only setting a goal out of desperation Yes, um, yes, so you need yes. to get yourself out of that. So what you're saying is that by just just um, talking in a way like it's past tense, like it's, it's been and done, it actually detaches us emotionally from that yes. situation. So then we are now open for the inspiration that can come from God or from source to be able to help us come up with a solution and not just a solution to get us out of the situation, but to create an amazing oh. new reality.
1: Yes. You know, you, you bring up a really important thing. We, we had to make up a word like uh, Dee Palmer did when he invented chiropractic. Mm-hmm. He had to come up with a word to describe what was the wrong with the human. He used the word subluxation, which means sublight condition, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we had to come up with a word here to describe what you're talking about, and we call it creacting, because you can create... Which is, you know what, I, uh, Victoria and I, we imagine this lovely garden and, and this beautiful, and, and so we're in a creative space. Or we can creact. And creacting is reacting and trying to create while you're reacting. It's just crap. Yeah. So, uh, so so you want to stay out of creacting, using I remember when, to get mm-hmm. out of that state. So you can really go into creating. Because divinity, God, whatever we want to call it, the big cheese, yeah. is not a creator. No. We're not a creator, we're creators, yeah. and uh, yeah, it changes everything.
0: I know, and when you when you really, your perception is, well, what, what world do I want to create, and who do I want to become in this world? You know, it, it actually changes your whole state, your whole emotion, and so you are in a position where you can go, well, what do I want now? And we were talking about this, you know, before we, we started the recording, um, yeah. about really figuring out who it is that you want to be. Um, and, you know, and, and who the, how that plays out. Because for you to be able to create this, you know, say, wealth in your life, you need to start acting as if you're already wealthy. You yes. need to start vibrating and resonating at that vibration for you to be able to attract the wealth. Don't you agree?
1: You know, it it comes to making... The, you know, as a wealthy person, right? As A wealthy person spends less money than what they make. And so... And so you know to, to walk in the state of the wish fulfilled is to make decisions as that person. Mm-hmm. So if I have a hundred, I can spend 90. I won't spend that last 10. Yeah. whether it's a hundred dollars or a hundred million dollars, whatever it is, you know, you know, am I making the decisions that that wealthy me would make? Mm-hmm. Am I making decisions that that loving husband would make? And, 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 and I, you know, when I have people that want to work, I uh, had you know, a lady called me up the other day for a coaching session around love. I told her, I says, you, you, if you make the decisions that you would make if you were in that relationship, you you'll find yourself in that relationship because you're coming from that space of taking care of and honoring you, yes. which invites someone else to do the same.
0: Absolutely, that's a fantastic way to uh, to um, close out our um, interview today. Um, thank you so much for joining me. I know it's it's kind of a bit early there, but. Um, you know, your information is fantastic. I love how you come from such a real and authentic place. Um, and I know that you are an exceptionally generous person um, because you got referred through Maury, um, Maury Zelkovich, who our community know as uh, the guy, our yes. scientist yeah. that we work with on the Matrix product. So nice. um, if people want to find out more about you and this amazing information that you have and maybe work with you, where can we send them?
1: Uh, they want to go to com. that's F-R-E-E-N-E-V-I-L-L-E.com, freeneville.com.
0: Wonderful. And, guys, remember, if you click on the banner to the side there, you'll be able to go straight through to that uh, website from there. So thank you again for joining me. Have an awesome day.
1: <laughs> and you, Natalie, thank you so much. You know, Be blessed.
0: Thank you. Now, guys, share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons above. Uh, Make sure that you download the app if you haven't done so already so you can watch the shows on the go. And make sure that you leave your email in the box above there because I would love to send you the Manifesting with the Master's video e-course. It's valued at $87, and I would love to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.